Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at data format. We'll be discussing the data format concepts and rules, compare data formats. We'll look at the JSON data format and syntax rules. We'll look at YAML data format. And then finally, we'll take a look at the XML data format. This episode is part of my series on enterprise networking security and automation for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. In web programming, data formats are simply just a way to store and exchange data in a structured format. HTML is a way to structure data for a web browser to understand. For a web page, you write the web page in HTML, hypertext markup language. This markup is the file. We send it to the software, which is our web browser. The web browser then can interpret the markup language here, format it correctly, and then display the data that was included in that file. Data formats we're going to be looking at, they all have similar characteristics. The data is structured. It's meant to be easily processed by computers using software, but also be readable by humans. Data has a special syntax and can represent objects, similar to JavaScript objects or programmable objects. The objects, they're represented by using a key value notation. An object can be a string, a number, a Boolean, an object can actually contain another object, or it could be a list or an array of items. Data is meant to be serialized. What this means is it should be formatted in such a way that you can share it or store it, but also allows that recovery of the original structure of that data. Data serialization refers to converting structured data to a format that allows sharing and storage of the data in a form that allows recovery of its original structure. In this case, we have a JavaScript object that is being stringified or turned into for being sent over the internet. At its destination, this string can be parsed and can be turned back into an object. In network automation, there are three common data formats that we typically see. One is XML, extensible markup language. Second one is JSON, JavaScript object notation. And the third one is YAML, YAML and a markup language. XML is probably the most difficult one to read. It was designed for the internet, and some people say it looks a lot like HTML. Its structure uses tags. Here we have a key. This key is the starting key. Then we have the ending key. Between these keys is the value. Now these tags, they can have attributes. We can give it a name. That way this key is easily identifiable inside of our code. White space is ignored. What we mean by white space is ignored. If we have a bunch of spaces, before we write something out, 
I'm just going to write the word network and I've got five spaces here. These five spaces get ignored, putting additional white space, putting extra lines in there that all gets ignored. A couple places we often see XML being used is a sitemap on a website or configuration files. When you have to go in and manually edit a configuration file, like a notepad, a lot of times it's formatted in XML. I hope you're liking this episode on data format. If you have the time, please leave a comment and let me know what you think about data format. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. A lot of people say JSON is simpler and more readable than XML. The format for JSON is we put the key inside of quotes. So we put the key here inside of quotes. Then we put a colon. Then we put the value after that. And so this constitutes this pair here. It is separated by comma. So if there was a second value, there'd be a comma after it. And they're bounded by curly braces. These are curly braces if I can draw them. JSON supports strings, numbers, booleans, arrays, and objects. Now, how can you tell what you're dealing with? We have curly brackets for objects, and then we have square brackets for arrays. Here in JSON, white space is also ignored. So if you have extra spaces at the beginning, extra spaces between your lines, those are all, those are all ignored. And JSON is supported by web browsers, just like XML. The reason some people say YAML is easier to read than XML or JSON is how it has its data. It has, you put the key in, you put a colon, and then you put the value. There's no commas. There's no quotes. There's not a lot of extra information in there. That's why a lot of people say it's easier to read. One of the big differences of YAML is white space defines the structure. So white space is important. How many spaces you have before you start typing, that's important. Indentation helps us define those objects. YAML also tries to assume what data types you're using, what type of data. YAML is newer than XML and JSON. And by most people's accounts, YAML is gaining in popularity. Let's look at how XML data is organized. We have objects here. These objects have our keys. This key is for an IP address. Notice it's a starting one and then it ends with a, the same key, but you put a slash there in between those we have the value of that key. So IP address, that's our key, and the value for that is 192.168.0.100. Once again, this is a data object, so data object. This is the key. This is the value. These are the key value pairs of the data object. These three objects right here, these are all part of the Gigabit Ethernet Zero object. The Gigabit Ethernet Zero object is part of the interface object. And the interface object is part of the network settings object. 
A similar structure is seen here in JSON. Here in JSON, we have our data objects. So this is our data objects. These are our keys. This is our values. These three data objects, and so this was an object here. These three data objects are part of the Gigabit Ethernet Zero object. The Gigabit Ethernet Zero object is part of the interface object and the interface object is part of the network settings object. In this case, the interfaces has an array by the square brackets right here. That's the opening one, that's the close one. Reason we have that is because you could have more than one interface. Another thing to notice is the structure is defined by curly braces. So this is the start of the gigabit ethernet zero object. This is the end. They're in a row together. And then these values are separated by commas at the end of the line. And with YAML, this is the simplest format. The structure is defined by the indentation of the white space. IP address, NetMask, and Gateway is all indented one space from Gigabit Ethernet Zero, making these three objects part of the Gigabit Ethernet Zero object. The Gigabit Ethernet Zero is an item in a list because of the dash. This list is part of the interface object. This interface is part of the network settings object. This is all defined by the indentation. Each one is indented one more space over. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on data format. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click the like button, give a five star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation for the CCNA. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.